All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get a Samsung S10 for $0 when you activate a new line of service with FlexLease now through December 26th. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He writes for the Deseret News. He's our good friend, Dirk Facer. Hi, Dirk. Hi, guys. Speaking of pessimism, here's Dirk Facer. Here I am. <laughs> All right, Dirk, I have a, a, a quick bit of house cleaning before we, we dive into the Utes. So your, your son, Austin... Uh, is working Correct. for the is working for the zone now. Great kid, he, by the way. Yeah, we, love we thank he's, you. He, he's doing I love a him. He's job. a good kid. Yep, he's doing a great job for us, and and we like him a lot. But we we complains have, about his parenting quite a bit. He does. Oh, of course. You know, can you imagine having me as your dad? Come on. <laughs> so, but but one issue did uh, arise when he was working on the big show is that we also have another Austin who you know with Austin Horton, and so we felt like we needed to come up with a nickname for Austin Facer, <laughs> and so we batted a few things about, and then I just inspired, came up with the nickname Bert, and I wanted to know what you thought. We, you know, we know you, Dirk, and we don't want to, we, we thought we'd get your input on the nickname Bert. Well, you know, when, when we named Austin, Austin wasn't really a popular name. I thought we had a unique name there, kind of, but uh, apparently not. And then I think of Bert. Do you remember the great movie? Uh, I, I already gave it away. The Great Outdoors, yes. John Candy, Dan Eckert. Yes. There was that scene where uh, John Candy and his wife are alone in the cabin, and he goes, I'll be a guy named Bert. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I thought of, because I'm one of those guys that watches the same movie over and over and over and over. That movie is amazing. I've seen that movie at least least a dozen times. Now, you have to agree with me. If they got rid of the teen romance scene, the movie would be even better. We didn't need those two, you know... Having their little love affair, that ruined the movie for me a little bit. I wanted more candy and more Ackroyd. I couldn't agree more. So do we have the father's stamp of approval on that nickname? I, I, yeah, his mother would kill me. I can't, I can't, you know, you got to do what you got to do, guys. I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right, Bert it is. Good enough. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Maybe I'll have to be Bert Senior, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice. I don't to know. Yeah. Bert Reynolds, though, great uh, role model for anybody named Bert. So. Oh, there is, that is a good Bert right there. That's a good boy. And Sesame Street. Uh, those are the two I think of. Mm. Bert well, Marks. He, There's more. Yep. We love working with him, though. He he is doing a great job, Derek. Well, thanks. He loves working with you guys, and uh, it's good to have uh, some talent in the family. We we ask him all the time about the inside story of what goes on, what went on in the face <laughs> household. You know, he he uh, he's hesitant, but uh, he has revealed some things, and so we'll talk to you later. Yeah, you have to ask him. He uh, it took me to this is I'm trying to grow so He took me to my uh, colonoscopy yesterday. So <laughs> poor kid, he's out in the waiting room waiting for the old man to, to get done with the procedure. But he's a good kid. That is a good son right there. I, I'm proud of our boy Bert. That's awesome. And I'm really yeah, glad we called Dirk to... today so that we can find that out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Breaking news. <laughs> I, yeah, I have pictures if anyone's interested. <laughs> I think we probably ought to, at this point, uh, talk about the Utes a little bit. Please. Uh, okay, yeah. let's do that. That's probably right. a good idea. Speaking of colonoscopies, is that what happened the other night? Oh, uh-huh. hey Transition, uh, I like it. Now, uh, Dirk, that you've had a, a couple of days to digest <clears throat> that uh, outcome, <laughs> what's what's your read? Were we over? Were we overrating Utah all the way? Did they have just a horrendous game? What are, What are you settling on? You know, I'm kind of thinking that maybe Oregon was the team that was underrated a little bit. You know, that uh, 
they dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides and proved to be very good. And, you know, you think about, I'm trying to, I don't have Oregon's schedule in front of me, but, uh, you know, they had a, a more difficult Pac-12 schedule, obviously. Not that the North was any tougher, but they had uh, road games. Here it is. Uh, you know, they played, uh, you know, I, when they did the preseason poll, voted for it. I didn't have Oregon even winning the North, so you know I thought Washington would come through and win it. But um, you know I think it was a combination of just maybe the Oregon offensive line uh, didn't like reading all the stuff about how Utah's defense was going to uh, take them, and uh, I don't know what the answer was. I think they left the youth scratching their heads a little bit because it was so uncharacteristic. And I think the best way to phrase it is Oregon. Uh, you know, put did a Utah number on the Utes. They beat them at their strength. They beat them at running the ball. They beat them on the line of scrimmage, things that Utah had been hanging their hat on all season. It's just hard to explain because, you know, Utah won eight games in a row doing that. I appreciated you asking that question at the post-game press conference because uh, I used it. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, I, good. I'm glad to help. I want you to win that Sports Writer of the Year award. So I got... <laughs> we all can aspire to something. <laughs> I want some credit when you win it, okay? But, uh... Thank you, speech. <laughs> nice. Uh, what was I saying? You're talking about Dirk's quote that he got for you. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that. Uh, I did not expect that kind of victory for the Ducks along the line of scrimmage, and and I I, I can't believe that that was the Utes' best effort. I, I think it is a combination. I don't want to take credit away from Oregon, but I think the Utes just came out flat and never really recovered from it. Uh, You're right. Is that, you know, does that sound like the... I'm making excuses for him? I don't mean to. No, I don't think there's any excuses. You know, if you think about this, Utah had to win eight straight games to get there. As great of a season, you know, a season they had, they didn't lock up the South till the last game of the season. And you think about that, for eight straight games, they had to win. They had to kind of look at it. each of those games as a quote-unquote championship game because, you know, one stumble could have cost them a chance to get there. And perhaps that just wore them down or whatever. I I think there's a lot of head-scratching going on up there. Dirk Facer of the Deseret News with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, yesterday we got the news, Dirk, that Jake Brantley, a three-year starter for South Carolina at quarterback, is going to be transferring to Utah. He's a former four-star guy. He's a graduate transfer. You know, certainly um, uh, um, a quarterback who's proved himself somewhat. My question to you is, what does this say about Coach Ludwig's confidence in Cam Rising and Jason Shelley? That's a good question because everything I've been hearing is that Cam Rising is is the future of Utah quarterback, and you know, and I, I don't know what Jason Shelley, you know, where he fits in the equation. And this edition, uh, heck, maybe this is the week of head scratching up at the U. I don't know, but they obviously, uh, you know, going to have a pretty intense competition there, and you got a guy with experience at South Carolina, but uh, you know, Cam Rising's practiced with them for a year now. Uh, almost, and, uh, and then you've got uh, Jason Shelley with some experience. So, you know, they should be okay at quarterback, but uh, it's going to be hard to to post numbers like uh, Huntley did this season, obviously. Dirk, uh, it came out yesterday that Morgan Scalley's contract was amended. 
Uh, again. Now don't say extended. Say amended. Amended. Yeah, that's the way. And, and I wrote a column about that today, Dirk, essentially saying that he is the coach in waiting, that he, uh, he has a bright future as a head coach. Do you agree with me? I totally agree. And, you know, it makes me feel old because I remember when he was a little uh, whippersnapper at Highland High, uh, putting up some big numbers and doing things. He's a, anyone who knows Morgan Scally. Uh, I think thinks the world of me is a great guy, nice guy, stand-up guy, and uh, I think Utah would be honored to have him stick around and, and take over the program and Coach Witt retires because, you know, he is a Utah man through and through, and, uh, you know, I, I think it was a good move to lock him up. I've actually had some calls uh, from some colleagues in other states and that asking, you know, how much, uh, how you know, Morgan Skelly was committed to Utah, and if he'd be interested in, you know, leaving for another job, and I never sensed that, and it was nice to to see Utah step up to the plate and amend his contract and, and lock him down. I think that says a lot about uh, Mark Harlan and his vision for the future of Utah football. Do you have an opinion on how long Witt will continue on with this thing? I've I've uh, talked to numerous people who say uh, not that much longer, maybe uh, two or three years. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think he's uh, – I've got to check my math here. Not that smart at math, but, uh, you know, he's closing in on Ike Armstrong's record. I think he might be 11 wins away from becoming the winningest coach in Utah history. And, and Kyle insists that that is not a factor in his decision – that doesn't mean anything to him to be the, you know, the winningest coach. And you know, if he wins 11 games next year, obviously he's there. I mean, and you have to think within two years he could easily get that. Um, but he insists that doesn't matter. So whether that's something as uh, some tea leaves to read into, who knows? But uh, you know, I kind of sense that too. I know he enjoys being a grandpa, and I know he enjoys this time with his family and. Uh, you know, uh, it would have been nice for him to get to the, the program to the pinnacle this year. Um, I wonder if that would have expedited the decision or not. But I kind of agree with you. I, I sense that he's uh, you know, maybe looking at the end there. But, you know, in this day and age with recruiting and stuff, I think it might be a surprise decision someday rather than something that's drawn out. Do you think the fact that his father passed away at 64 comes into play in this whole thing at all? I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they were very close and uh, things about that. I, I just uh, know that he just loves being a grandpa and he loves hanging out with his grandkids and that. And, you know, and, you know you'd have to think financially he's in a good place. And, uh, you know, he's, he's built a legacy that will probably never be challenged except maybe by a Morgan Skelly as far as time in the program and, and dedication and that. Um you know, I think there's a lot of things, variables in there, but I know he's a, he's a big family man, and uh, you know that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you know, if his father's, uh, you know, and his dad lived a little rougher life than uh, than Kyle does, and uh, you know, and Kyle's taking care of himself, and so you know, I, I think there's a lot of variables in there. I could see him playing golf over on Maui. Yep. Uh, speaking of grandkids, Dirk. Uh, on a side note, we've got to we've got to find Bird a good woman so we can get to work on that, huh? Yeah, please do. You know, I'm uh, I'm 55 years old now and have no grandkids, so 
So if Bert's listening out there, get it together. Man. I'm we sure gotta... he appreciates that we're discussing his love life on the air. Yeah, right? you know, fun. it's interesting is he doesn't he doesn't take any of my advice for some reason. You know, I say, hey, why don't you, you know, it's like, uh, Dad, back off. So, you know, I'm learning, guys. I'm still learning to be a parent at 55. Is he a mama's boy or a daddy's boy? He's kind of a mama's boy, you know. He uh, he tolerates the old man, you know. I, I run a tight ship around here, so. <laughs> You're the disciplinarian. Maybe, maybe we should try some extreme measures or something. We have plenty of female <laughs> listeners. Maybe we should bust out his cell phone on the air or something like that. What do you, what do you think? I mean, should we? Let's, 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 let's take that step maybe next time because okay. I don't want right. to be involved because I'll get in trouble. Actually, I'm the one that would hear about it. Uh, by the way, you mentioned that Sports Writer of the Year Award. Dirk, how many of those are you up to these days? Gosh, you know, I ran out of fingers, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to add fuel to this fire. We're going to let that thing simmer. Can we? Can we? Uh, we certainly can. And uh, Austin, <laughs> just so you know, Austin Horton is 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 very pleased by that answer. That's all. <laughs> Best interview we've ever had on this show. This has been a good interview. Yeah. Well, I got to. Well, admit. good. You know, and I, I got to keep a good relationship with Gordon. Who? He's a good friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Gordon. You know, we're, you know, I got to keep it. Yeah, you wrote his column for him, so that's good. <laughs> well, exactly. I didn't I write my I column. He asked a good question. Stop it now. Did you He's a good coworker. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Well, Derek, we love your work, and we appreciate you coming on. And uh, You're thanks very as kind. always. I, I love listening to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, hey, I got one last question for Uh-oh. you. Sure. Uh, the matchup against Texas. Uh, do you? What is the vibe about this thing? And uh, what? I mean, are you fired up about this? Uh, how you feeling? Well, you know, you know. Let's remember they're unranked. They're seven and five. They fired Todd Orlando as the defensive coordinator. They reassigned their offensive coordinator. So they're going into the game with no coordinators. Uh, they got a great quarterback. <laughs> A uh, great receiver, home field advantage. Uh, you know, I, I think since it's in Utah's recruiting footprint to go into Texas and beat the Longhorns would be a feather in the cap. But, you know, you think about this Texas team, you know, they only lost to LSU by seven and Oklahoma by seven. So, you know, they're probably far better than their seven and five record shows. But, uh, boy, it feels kind of disappointing, uh, you know, for Ute fans, obviously, who were thinking playoff or. Or Rose Bowl, but uh, five days in San Antonio, eh, it's good for my Marriott points. So <laughs> let's let's say, yeah, I'm kind of fired up about that. But other than that, eh, you know, it is what it is. I love that saying that. Dirk, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. See you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Dirk Facer from the Deseret News. Yeah, they uh, he mentioned some of their wins uh, or some of their losses. They also lost to Iowa State. They lost to Oklahoma State. They lost to TCU. They lost to Texas Tech. And they lost – no, that's not right. I messed that up. I reject Sorry, my that, nomination. That was not right. I've got a – I've got. I've actually – This is all screwed up, man. Let me get this right. Screw awards. I don't – Mm. We're just sitting on this for a second. You can't can't read a win loss on a schedule? They lost to Oklahoma. They lost to TCU. They lost to Iowa State, as I said. They lost to Baylor. There might have been another one. Yeah, that's that's it. So. Uh, real quick, I've I've got a specific challenge for you. I think you're up for it, though. What's that? I've got I've got a challenge. We were talking Mm -hmm. about Bert and his lack of a love life. I challenge you. 
to find Bert a nice girl. Uh, and what makes you think I'm qualified for that? I, I think you would take up that challenge. You consider yourself a people person. You'd be a bit of a matchmaker. Come on. All right. Anybody out there who has a daughter that, who uh, is uh, Bert's how old? What is, it, what is Bert, 20... 46? <laughs> Bert's probably 25, 26, right? Yeah, sure. So anybody got anybody that, uh, a daughter who is in that range? Oh, man, the who, range range is up to like 50. Yeah, We're talking about yeah. Bert here. I mean, let's not let's not limit <laughs> ourselves. We, we're just age. looking for a nice girl, all right? So, so anywhere from like 20 to 50. <laughs> He's worked in the NBA, the NFL, uh, sports radio. He's done stand-up comedy. He's a, a Nick... Cage, a better-looking version of Nick Cage. He knows Locke? Yes. His father's Dirk? All right. So if anybody has a daughter out there who who uh, might be interested in Bert, uh, call Austin and leave your name and number, and we'll have Bert give your daughter a call. And why don't we throw in a prize for some incentive? Find some bees tickets. Well, yeah. Do we? Well, <laughs> Tony. Do we have any tickets? Uh, do we have any loose tickets for? Uh, do we have our own for nothing? We, it, do you anything? win ticket Wednesdays tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, we got <laughs> some extras. <laughs> we got some extras. We'll give you tickets if uh, if they end up going out hey, on a date. Uh, another positive for Bert has uh, a lot of access to some really sweet jazz gear. True. <laughs> So somehow it can benefit you uh, as the uh, father of the bride, uh, or, or the, I mean the deity. Bert's really into shoes. He's a shoe guy. All right. He seems like a good guy to me. I mean, I I, I think he might be a, a prize for your daughter. He, uh, he like his father. He's he's pretty good with the written word. Yeah, I don't. He's I, communicative. I don't know his grasp on like poetry or something like that, but <laughs> you, you know. Quack, 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 crack, 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 splat. That, that's not it. That's not poetry. That is okay. Poetry. So the number, what's the number? What should they call Austin? Eight five five three four zero zone. Okay. If if you are or know a likely candidate for Bert, eight five five three four zero zone. Let us know. I'll get right on him. We might even contribute to the cause. What do you mean? Uh, throw a few bucks in for the date. We're not, not a paying a woman to go on a date no, with her. No, we're not. I'm we're saying, not doing that. I'm not saying pay her. <laughs> Would you I'm, let him use I'm, your no, car for the I'm night? I'm saying fund the date. Oh, okay. So they can, you know, do Would something. Would you let him use your car for the date? Uh, I don't. I don't have a, a car that really is a great date car. Ah, I think he'd take your car on a date. Uh. Which one? I might be willing to throw a few bucks in to help, you know, pay for the dinner. All right. So yet he won't take us to dinner. He's owed us for over two years. True, but we're—I've challenged him though, Austin. He's trying to help. We're finding Bert a woman. It's sad that the phones aren't ringing. Uh, well, they, give him time. Is it not wrong? Not give, a single time. Give it. Give it time. Austin. Not that I'm going to answer it, but it really hasn't. Oh, you have to answer it. Make me. What's that number again? Eight five five three four zero zone. All right. All you dads out there, get busy. I would suggest the open mic. We can open mic it. Open mic, yeah. All right. Bert's a catch. Bert, he is a catch. All right. Want to remind you, join us, the big show, coming up on Friday. We're going to be at uh, the warehouse from 3 to 6, 1967 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it will blow your mind. And just checking real quick. No, Bert is not our on-site engineer at the warehouse on Friday. Wait, wait, we've got it. It's ringing? All right. 
I hate you guys. <laughs> let's let's pick it. Do you want to take it live on the air? We are way late. Oh, well, let's take it. Let's be next. Be, we'll be do fun. it next. Right. We'll get sued by the facers next. All right, stay tuned. <laughs> Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.